guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mass. My name is Richard Villegas, and I'm joined by my incredible co-hostess, Beverly Bryan. And we're uh, starting this episode out listening to the new Marineros track, Torbellino. Yes, my favorite. Okay, let's listen, and then we'll get back into things. This is our recap episode of Ruido Fest. Did you have a good time, Beverly? I had a blast. Yeah. It was wonderful. They had pambasos. <laughs> wow, that, I love that that's what, what stood out for you. I ate like four of them. Really? Okay, I had one and I was like, all right, girl, this needs more of everything except the bread. But it was delicious, though. What I had was good. Um, and actually, let's, okay, let's start there. That's a great place to start. 
you know, the, the place that was selling the pambasos at Ruido Fest. Oh, by the way, guys, Ruido Fest is a, uh, a, a very large scale music festival in Chicago um, that really kind of highlights the greats of Latin music, a lot, a lot of um, classic sort of rock and espanol acts, plus a lot of up and coming talent. And it's in Chicago. It's held in the neighborhood of Pilsen, which is a, a traditionally Mexican neighborhood. It's like a very important historical um, neighborhood. And you see it everywhere in the hood. Like, I mean, you're just walking around, there's beautiful mural work, uh, stores, it's all like locally owned. Um, you know, it's it's got all the signs of a kick-ass neighborhood. It's got plenty of gentrification. Uh, on a previous episode where we were joined by our uh, good friend, uh, Jonathan Carbonell out in Chicago, he like, you know, told us a little bit more about what's going on out there. Um, but Ruido Fest is really cool because it has heavy involvement from the community. And so, again, back to the pambasos, a lot of the, the food vendors uh, there were like local tortillerias and local like vendors and local like, you know, cuchifrito spots. And like, it was really, really cool to see that this festival has a direct connection to the community. Yeah, um, we both covered the event and mm-hmm. uh, for different publications. And we both complained a little bit about uh, the very um, prominent branding everywhere. There was a lot of Toyota. There was a lot of, there was, I believe there was a lot of Mm AT&T. But you know, that really didn't um, change the fact too much that it was like a really special thing with like a lot of people, Um, a lot of artists from the community. They booked Chicago bands. They got a lot of those things right. And I appreciated that for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, again, we both wrote... um, we both wrote reviews of the festival, and I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with how my review came out, you know, and all that jazz. Like, you know, when you're a writer, you just kind of hate your work nonstop. Um, but I, I'm happy with what I wrote, and I definitely stand by everything I said. I do have one regret, and because I did, I criticized the festival very much for, you know, the uh, the the endorsements, you know, that they got. Um, to the point where like it, it was excessive and we'll talk about that a little bit in, uh, more later but I you know I didn't I, I don't I feel like I did not convey properly or in its entirety how much fun it was I like the vibe was so positive everybody was smiling everybody was jumping everybody was dancing singing along moshing like the vibes were so so cool yeah there was a big community feeling yeah there for sure yeah that's my one regret that i like i kind of got you know blindsided by many of the flaws and there were flaws and you know what i'm not gonna shade too much for there because like some some things happened that were kind of out of organizers hands you know it just happens and we'll shit you know move on and we'll again we'll address all that stuff later um, you know, but, but rest assured, it's a great time. It's a great reason to go to Chicago. It was beautiful. The weather was a little too perfect because I have sunburn for days. I have the craziest lines and shapes upon my body right now. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth your time. Um, so I think we should start with some music. Um, um, okay guys, so yeah, so we did something a little bit different this time. We've been talking about it for a while, at least in South by Southwest, and I think this is the first time that we were both sober enough and like had the balls to actually do it. Um, you know, we talked yes, to- I had the balls. <laughs> yes, you did, girl. I had capes. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, we, the, you know, these kinds of festivals and with, in this particular scene, you know, like the people are just super cool and super chill, and I'm talking specifically about the artists. And, like, they're just fans of each other. So half the time, you're just going to see all these artists in the crowd. And so we decided to talk to whoever we met and, you know, see if we could get little sound bites. So I figure 
what better way to carry on from Marineros than into your other bay, uh, Beverly? Um, I got to talk to Luis Aguilar from um, Vaya Futuro. And yes. so, you know, we got some song choices from them. And then we'll also be highlighting, you know, the artists that were kind enough uh, to give us their time. So without further ado, here is Luis Aguilar from Vaya Futuro. Okay, uh, guys, chicos, whatever, English, Spanish, no importa. If you're listening to us, it doesn't matter. Um, this is Richard again. I'm with Luis Aguilar from Vaya Futuro. Holy fuck. Um, ¿Cómo te fue? Estuvo bueno. Hemos tenido mejores shows, no te voy a mentir. Pero al fin de cuentas siempre nos divertimos y la pasamos bien y creo que la gente, la gente conectó. Entonces, sí. no, y estamos en Chicago y estamos felices, entonces no pasa nada. Primera vez acá, ¿no? Primera vez, exacto. ¿Cómo les fue en el AMC que tiene la camisa puesta? Ah, no, el AMC fue hermoso. Sonó perfecto. Somos, somos como de repente muy obsesionados con, con la perfección, ¿no? Del sonido. Entonces, el AMC, como sentimos que sonamos muy bien, de pronto ponemos ese como estándar, ¿no? Pero sí. sabemos que no siempre se puede cumplir. Hoy el sonido está muy bien también. Creo que fue más bien un poco sumarle que... De, 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 de Nueva York a Chicago hicimos 20 horas en camión, sí, no hemos dormido nada. Y sé, que, sé que llegaron hoy tipo sí, 10 de sí, la sí. mañana. Estamos bien cansados y pues el soundcheck fue más corto y fue como que dale, ¿no? Pero fue muy bien, pues, la, la, la verdad es que estuvo muy bueno. No nos estamos quejando para nada, estamos muy felices de estar acá. Awesome. Well, mira, Song Mess es un podcast acerca de latín, indie, whatever. ¿Qué, ¿Qué estás escuchando? ¿Qué es una banda que la gente debería conocer o un artista que la gente debería conocer? Eh, la, futuro, latino yeah. oh. ah, Nos gusta mucho lo que está haciendo Policías y Ladrones Que también es de Tijuana, igual que nosotros okay. eh, Todavía no publican su primer disco Pero nosotros lo, lo produjimos okay. Entonces cuando, cuando salga Tiene material ya por ahí, pues, se puede dar una idea de cómo, de cómo va la cosa Pero su siguiente material va, va a ser una bomba Entonces, ¿Alguna para... canción la pirateo por ahí? Okay. ¿Alguna que te guste? ¿De ellos? Sí. Cerro Colorado Cerro Colorado. Uh -huh. Ok, cool okay. Muchísimas gracias Luis Muchas Gracias, um, sí you know, song mess, all that shit. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. So now here comes Policía de Ladrones con Cerro Colorado.
And here's a little shout out to Vaya Futuro. This is Mal Sueño. noticed and heard, you know, some of these interviews will be in Spanish. Uh, if you're, again, here listening, I don't think that'll be a problem, but just FYI, um, most of them are in English, but just, you know, keep an eye out open for that. Um, you loved Vaya Futuro, I think, right? Oh, yeah, I yeah. did. What, um, what did I like? It, review it. Their, their set. Um, I noticed that um, they're doing really interesting things with their music. Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing them live was different from seeing that from listening to their their albums, which I always enjoy. And uh, yeah, they were just blending various different kinds of noisy guitar rock that I like. They get a little, um, but it was like a lot of a lot of it actually ended up reminding me of like uh, desert rock, stoner kind of things, but in like more of a dream pop kind of way. Right. So I was just like fascinated by what they were doing, and um, the sound was great, and just. So they're, they're the kind of band where, like, I'd love to see them anytime because I know they're going to do different things. It's probably, my, I have the feeling it's, like, the same, you know, you don't, you don't step into the same Via Futuro twice. Right. So it's... You should have really come to see them at Sunnyvale. They played here, uh, like, two days before Ruido. Um, like, I, I saw them the night that I left for, for Ruido Fest. It was kind of insane. They played, they played Wednesday night... And I got on a plane at, on Thursday at, like, 6 a.m. So, I, like, I slept at the airport. Um, 
But, like, they were really, really, really good live. They were super chill. Again, it's really dreamy stuff. It's, like, noisy. And, actually, they opened their set at Ruido with Congelar, which we played in, on the last ep- uh, last episode. And it was really cool, like, still having that, that song fresh in my mind. Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, a huge Vaya Futuro fan. Like, I haven't, like, really listened to all their music. I've been hearing all the buzz for a while. And so, like, it was really cool to finally sort of engage with them. Um, and like that, it was, it was, it sounded differently live and not like in a bad way. It just was really cool. Like I definitely sort of understood that dreaminess, that like ethereal quality that their music has. Um, and I really, really appreciated it live and they were just super cool people also. Yeah. It was like ethereal desert rock. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I'd love to, um, I'd love to see them in a club cause it's always different. Absolutely. And no, I mean, but like, you know, the Valle Futuro guys, are actually probably a perfect example of of the vibes um, at Ruido Fest because these guys were walking around. They were uh, they were staying like everybody was staying in Pilsen. Anybody who was anybody and who was indie was staying in Pilsen. So like um, you know the Chicago fam, you know Carolina, uh, Jonathan, like they were all like everybody was tapping friends to be like, can you host this person? Can you host that person? Aww. So like Dromedarios Magicos was staying three blocks away from where I was staying. Um, you know, Vaya Futuro was staying about five blocks away. Um, La Robertas, I think, were also in Pilsen. Like, everybody was just in Pilsen, and it was just so cool. And, like, you'd be walking down the street and running into each other. It was the funniest thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, um, well, um, Diego from Dramadarios Magicos, he definitely, um, I think he won uh, Mr. Congeniality for the festival. Indeed, he indeed. Was, he was the life of the party. Um, and yeah, and so you know what? Let's let's. I I had a little interview with him. I, I actually have a I had a proper interview with him for Remesla, but I also like I took a little minute um, to talk about uh, his music and, and talk about like what he was excited to see because like this kid was excited to be there. He was twenty years. He's twenty years old. We were sneaking him into bars and parties and stuff like that. That's that uh, that to me like really just added to the experience. It's just like these great stories that you can tell and he was just having a great time and like you know how these musicians can be like too, way too cool for school he was at every major artist's set singing along and dancing like not only is he a great musician he loves music and like and it wasn't even like just the cool bands like he was singing along to Maldita and Fabulosos but he was also at like Miranda singing along to all these little crappy pop songs like la 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 having a great, great time. And that really rubbed off on everybody around him. Um, so that, let's, that to me is what cool is. Yeah. Anyway. He was just the most fun. Um, so let's listen to uh, my little interview with uh, Dromesarios Magicos, and then we'll also listen to his song pick. Okay, pues estoy acá con... ¿Cómo te llamas? Dromesarios Magicos. Con Juan. Con, con Juan, sí, uh, uh, Diego. Con Julio. Estoy acá con Diego Puerta, Dromedarios Mágicos, lo más cool, lo más incredible de fucking Ruido Fest. ¿Cómo la pasaste? Bien bonito, estuvo bien bonito, así como ver más que todo. La gente fue llegando poco a poco porque toqué muy temprano, pero ver como tantos amigos y como toda la gente que convivimos con la escena nacional en México, verlos aquí cantando las canciones era como que me motivaba a dar el show cabrón. Y la última de las tres canciones tuvo, fue de un show de festival, sí, cabrón. Estuvo muy bueno, vibra muy bonita. Mira, lo voy a, lo voy a dejar bien corto. De, dame una banda o una canción que te esté gustando mucho al momento, algo que, que todo el mundo debería estar escuchando. Trégulo Amor Bizarro. Sí. Es, 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 es una muy buena. Baile Sumeria. Esa es la rola del momento. Y también la nueva Little Jesus. Me gustó mucho la canción de, de magia, la magia. Muy bien. Gracias, Diego. Besitos. Uh. 
So, as requested by El Babycito Diego Puerta, this is Triangulo de Amor Bizarro with Baila Sumeria. Now we're going to listen to a song by Dromedarios Magicos himself. This is Pistache. Mm-hmm. 
canciones de amor Siento que what a convert I became to Dromedarios Magicos when I saw him live. Yes, you can. He was a rock star. Yeah. And just, he has such, like, an incredible voice. I don't mean just his singing voice. Well, 
in a way I do. I mean, his style, he has, um, he's a real songwriter of a kind that I haven't heard in a long time. So I'm just really excited for what he's going to do next, having seen him play. He's really cool. He's really, really cool. Uh, he, um, he was studying to become a dentist and like, he like wanted to do music and he like just started doing it and started getting bookings. And so like, he was like, his parents wanted him to finish the career. He's like, guys, I'm being booked outside of Chihuahua. So I got to go. <laughs> Life is calling. Um, so no, he's really, really, really cool. And he's very passionate and uh, coupling it with like being just an awesome person. It really makes an impression. Um, so who are we talking about next, Bev? Well, let's see. Also pretty great were Las Robertas. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, I always liked them when they first came out um, with the album Crying Out Loud. But I'd kind of, I had just, I'd not been paying a lot of attention to Las Robertas. And, um, but I thought their set was really terrific. And it's it's brought me back into the Las Robertas fold. You know, it was <clears throat> They've become a lot louder. Yeah. They've become a lot um, more powerful as a band. And you know, they've been going in this very like uh, psychedelic kind of uh, darker but still very melodic direction that I'm very excited for. Like I've been listening to their most recent album and um, just like that set really um, made me feel bad that I haven't been... Um, <laughs> following them as closely as I wish I had been. Um, And then, so we're going to play a song by them. And then I also got to talk to um, one of the members, Sonia, who is awesome. And Sonia is the bass player, by the way, guys. mm -hmm. And uh, she told us about a band she liked, so we can can listen to that. Yeah, so, okay, so let's listen to what Sonia had to say first, and then we'll listen to some musica. Okay, I'm recording. So, Sonia, what is a song that's like super dope that you're super into right now? Like, who's it by? Right now, I'm really into this band from Colombia. They're called Sagan. Sagan? Yeah, Sagan. And I think they're from Bogota. I'm not really sure. But it's like, for me, the first band uh, from South America that has like this very modern uh, electronic sound with uh, Spanish lyrics. Like, they have really good taste. And well, for me personally, it's very hard to write in Spanish because it's a complex uh, language. So you gotta be careful. It's like a double edge. I love their, their concept. There's a song called Bidimensional. So it talks about like um, like the natural forces of feeling like a volcano. Like it's like a very poetic way to to describe your your feelings with with nature elements. So it's pretty cool. Like I like the, the lyrics. Uh. Ah 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 
So that was Sagan, which we were really into. And now we've got a song off Las Roberta's most recent EP, The Feel. And the song is called The Feel. Well, a non-musical break, I suppose. A, a, let's take a verbose break um, to spill some tea. Because there was a lot of tea, honey. Like, just, you know, grab some biscuits. Because this is going to be a minute. Um, so right. about the aguas frescas, but you know. Okay. Well, that horchata. Remember that, like, gallon horchata I got? <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that, was, that was something. So, yeah. I mean, because a lot of stuff went down at Ruido Fest. And it was like, there was some shady business at times. So, like... We talked about the sponsorship being a little out of hand, you know. One of the, you know, darker spots uh, of the festival was the fact that Toyota, um, who was one of the three main sponsors who had their own stage, uh, they set up a display case for some cars. 
Um, and that's fine, whatever, you know, sell your chicle, I don't care. Um, but the Toyota stage itself was tiny. It was, when we walked in, we were like, oh, cool, there's a kid stage. I didn't know that. Legit, that's what I said, because I had been to Lollapalooza in Chile twice, and both times they had kid stages. So I was like, oh, this is, this is rad. Cool. Where they play kids music? Yeah, or like, well, like, it's, because it's a family event, and you can bring your kids for free. And so, like, there's bands that play for children, so they have, like, They've had, I've seen like weird electro Teletubbies there. And so like, it's a bunch of kids and a bunch of people that just got stoned and they just want to see some weird stuff. Um, yeah. And it's really, really, it's really cool. That's awesome. You know, more festivals should be like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there were like a lot of like young families bringing their kids and I don't know, I feel like, like U.S. culture, if you like people bring their kids to the music festival, but it's like the music festival aren't set up to bring your kids. Yeah. Or like your pets or your dogs, you know, like, uh. and then, so it's like bad, but like maybe music festivals should be more kid friendly. Maybe I mean, they should be accessible to all kinds of people in ways that they aren't. I think there's a healthy middle ground for everything. Like, I mean, and when we talked about uh, festival normal, you know, I talked about how people were just doing all these drugs for no good reason and they couldn't even enjoy the damn thing. You know, there's a middle ground. Like, I mean, you know, people at Ruido, sure, they were smoking weed and probably doing bumps here and there. But, like, everybody was in their senses, you know. There were tons of drunk people. I was one of them. I was belligerent. Um, <laughs> but, you know, everybody was under control and there were families there. There were families there, you know. There's, like... Um, the, you know, on the grounds, there was like that Lucha Libre uh, ring set up. There were bleachers. There were all these community, um, you know, food vendors. There was the, the theme park. There was, a, there was an actual theme park with a Ferris wheel, for crying out loud. And Carolina and I made sure to ride that Ferris wheel so that we could get a good photo shoot with Dromedarios Magicos, which she got the shot. Oh, I saw those pictures. They were great. I got a fuck ton of shots, and I had to delete them all because they were terrible. Not only does she have the technology, she has the talent, kids. So find her, Caro Fotos, on Instagram, Carolina Sanchez on Facebook. Hire this woman. Shoot, girl. Oh, she did, you know, she did your pictures for Noisy, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, because I knew she was going to do the ones for um, Erich, who was writing for Noisy in Mexico, but I didn't realize they were going to use even all more pictures for your piece in, in the U.S. So I, was, I think I was very, very, very excited about well, that. Well, you know, I, like, I, I hooked that up because I was desperate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, um, good. Like, the festival photos that I got sent were not inspiring, and um, the oh, pictures yeah. I took were not inspiring, Oop. honestly, either. Hey. So, um, Caro came in and, and saved my life Good. with her pictures. So And, ho and hopefully she got paid. <laughs> um, book these people, girl. Like, I actually, turns out I met my photographer for, for Remesla a number of times. She took my picture a bunch of times. And it wasn't until the article came out that, like, we both knew who each other was. We were like, oh, you're that girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, we added each other on Facebook and, like, chatted for, like, a minute. I was just like, oh, hey, girl, thank you for the incredible pictures. Um, but, yeah, okay, before I forget, before we, like, because I'm not letting, leaving Ruido off the hook for this. So that tiny puppet stage, you know, um, that's where a lot of the more alternative acts ended up. Like, you know, like, you have, because last year, um, I went last year because the lineup was fantastic last year. And this year, the lineup was pretty good, too. A little too samey, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but, but there were, you know, two main stages, and the third stages were, like, the more alternative acts played. But it was never like, oh, you're trash, you're going to play here. Like, this year was a little that. It, was, it felt a little bit like, hmm, who would we be insulting less by putting them on this stage? And so, like, a lot of great talent 
was there. And, it, you know, it went unseen at times. Other times, because, like, a lot of people were like, well, this is what's on the main stage. Let me focus on this. You know, you went there if you were tired or bored or if you, were like, just couldn't deal with the crowd. And so a lot of talent went unseen. Unless, of course, also you went there if Silverio was playing. And then, like, he was mobbed. The stage was too small. He was pissed, girl. But justice was served. Justice was served. Because a lot of uh, talent canceled. Um, there were visa issues and there were other issues. Fuck it, we'll talk about it. Some bands that couldn't make it were trying to bring in weed. They were caught with weed at customs and they were not allowed to pass. And you know what? Shame on them for not knowing that that's the number one crop of the United States and that we have the best fucking shit in this country than anyone else in the world. You want American exceptionalism? You come and smoke this herb, girl. <laughs> like, that is where it's at. Um, so shame on them for that. Um, just for just not doing the research. I mean, like, girl, like, you know, everybody here was staying with a friend. You don't think they have a weed man? Like, girl. Um, other people just couldn't get visa stuff. That's um, what a lot of people were saying that happened with Mon Laferte. Um, not about her specifically, because we did see her perform at South by Southwest, so I have no doubt that she has her visa orders uh, situation in in in, uh, in order. Uh, but her band, I heard that they mm. like she had, they were had new management and stuff, um, and so that's why many of her band and members couldn't get visas. Can we like have just a whole separate quota for like granting visas and like worker status to musicians? Oh, there because is. This is no, but there needs to be a bigger one because oh. like. How often, okay, because it, it is, it's like, but you have to, like, they make it really hard. It's like, you have to have exceptional talent, and, you know, you have to prove this, because I've written these letters, you know? Mm, okay. You know, I'll be like, I, as a music journalist, do attest that this person is totally awesome. Here, read my glowing reviews of their awesome albums. But it's like, they make it really hard. Yeah. Why deny musicians their visas? Why deny musicians, like, a chance to live and perform in the U.S.? It's, like, that's something that is clearly going to make the country better. Like, just rubber stamp that. You play guitar, come on. It, you know, I mean, I Im- immigration is, like, a big... It's a, it's a big issue in the country right now. I mean, now that, like, this whole, like, the fucking Republican convention is raging, it's definitely, like, at, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we're talking about these days. You know, and, and I think that, they, obviously, they should make it easier for people to come to the U.S. in general. Mm-hmm. But then they're, like, you know, hassling musicians yeah. over playing a festival they've yep. been booked at. That? Come on. Jesus and, Christ. It just underscores how broken everything is. And that theme was very present at the festival. Uh, local, a local band called Los Vicios de Papa, who are, like, this ska band uh, from Chicago... Um, and like they're known for being trailblazers. They've been like playing shows for like 15, maybe 20 years now. And they like, you know, it's, this is a large rock and Espanol crowd. So the fact that you were playing ska, like they broke a lot of ground for a lot of the more alternative acts coming up now. Um, but they, they, they come from this like heavy immigrant neighborhood. I think it's, uh, I forget what it's called. I'm not a Chicagoan, but, um, they talk about like immigration and about like being undocumented and about like the, the, the student issues or the, the educational is- issues that Chicago faces. Like, did you know that apparently the schools don't have money right now? And so they may yes, be they opening later in the year. Yeah. They're closing schools. All not kinds even of that. Things like the, that. The school year is being shifted. Like, kids might not be able to go to school in the fall. Jeez. No, like, they're yeah. like, we just don't have any money. Chicago has some challenges. And it's sort of like, I don't understand, like, no, like, no child in the U.S. should have to deal with that. We have, we should, why isn't there more federal funding for schools? No child left behind, but we might put them on layaway. What? Yeah, and like, <laughs> why does this stuff, and then why does this, 
you know, why are the schools funded by property taxes? That's obviously like... It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. That's obviously like structural inequality, like baked into like the entire way we run everything. Well, but, and then you had like like La Santa Cecilia who played, and they, um, you know, they they had like a, a pretty well publicized story from like, like two years ago where like they were invited to play Vive Latino, and I believe they're from California, and they've just gotten a lot of uh, a big fan base from all their activism. They talk about immigration, um, and like it came out that their accordion player is uh didn't have papers and so like when they got invited to play at vive latino it felt like they were really living the activism that they talk about because like he couldn't come and so like i i think something happened where they were able to get him paperwork like last minute and they were able to play and there was a happy ending there or whatever but it just serves to sort of underscore the message that they're talking about you know and it's it really really is cool um yeah, Catalina Maria Johnson, who was hosting me, mm-hmm. um, she was telling me about that. And uh, I'm really glad things worked out with that, partly because... Um, they for, played a great set. For one reason, yes. And their accordion player, I had shreds. Yeah. He's incredible. He's like, he's a shredder. I, and met, that's, I met him at, at LAMC like three years ago. He was so fucking good. He's such a cool guy. Um I'm like a I'm a convert to accordion now. Really? Yes. After this festival, like there were so many there were so many great accordion players mm-hmm. like on stage, and I'm just like this accordion is a great rock instrument. I'm very like pro saxophones in rock um, because of bands like X Ray Specs. Right. And now I'm very pro the accordion as a rock instrument. We need to talk about this more in the future. You know the moment that that happened for me because I was also like a skeptic. I'm like, girl, that's a Mexican thing. Bye. Um, <laughs> No, like, the moment that happened for me was when I saw Nordic Collective, um, mm. like, at Supersonico, like, two years ago. Andre needs to stop. Um, you know, but anyway, so, like, I, like two years ago, I saw Nordic Collective, and, like, they had, you know, it's just these two guys, um, f- 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 <laughs> and Fusible. There we go. Very good. I'm like, it's a B and an F. Um... But yeah, and so like they're just DJing or whatever, and then all of a sudden like different member band members start coming out. So like there's a guitarist, and like he was cool, and then there was an accordionist, and he was incredible, and then the tuba player came out at the end, and like he was moshing with the tuba on. I'm very jealous that I missed this. <laughs> no, like instruments like um, accordion have gotten a bad reputation because of polka, but yeah. this is not deserved. No, 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 no. Mexicans really know how to shred a good accordion. Um, but, you know, that actually, actually, what you're talking about, like, you know, what bands like uh, La Santa Cecilia talk about actually um, makes me think of one thing I really loved about the festival and, like, something that, like, was really driven home to me because um, I talked to a lot of people in the crowd about, you know, what do you love about Maldita Vecindad? What do you love about, you know, this band that you're coming to see? And, you know, a lot of people, these, um, you know, the great rock and Espanol bands... Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this with hip hop and with a lot of other genres from Latin America. They talk about political issues. They yep. talk about things that affect poor people. You know, they talk about race. They talk about things like this. And um, people love that. You know, it's not taboo to talk about, you know, class issues. Yeah. You know, um, and things in society that need to change. And so, like, that's one thing that's like, it's very different and it's very cool to me. Yeah, I mean, and I, I one of them actually, one of my favorite uh, acts that I got to see. I'd only, I'd never even heard of him. His name is Longshot. He is a rapper from Mexico City, and he is a brilliant 
lyricist. I've not heard hip-hop this intelligent in a long, long time. And he was like, he was talking about everything. He was talking about drugs. He was calling out posers. He's like, all of y'all in the back that don't want to dance because you're like too busy, like, you know, giving a little rock and roll stance. Fuck all of y'all, get up here and dance. You know, he was talking about like musicians that like basically make the same music over and over again. And he <laughs> name dropped, he name checked Carla Morrison. I was like, ooh, woo! Okay, I loved her set, but <laughs> oh, uh, she was, she had a great set. But I'm you also know. very bummed that I missed Longshot because he sounds like he was incredible, incredible. And so I was back in the press area, and I met him. Um, you know, uh, our 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 now very good friend Eddie, who we have an interview that we'll play a little bit later. Um, but he introduced me to Longshot, and um, you know, just talked to the guy, and he was such a great guy, and he. Um, I was being I was told that like he has a whole setup in Mexico City where he has a DJ and he has a hype man and it's like it's a very different experience um and so Dromedarios Magicos actually um guested for him he like volunteered to be his hype man and then ah, he, where was I and then he had his girlfriend doing like the turntables so it was just really really cool and he like this sort of entourage of friendship and love was only like you know if the cherry on top was his mom his mom was there his mom was really cool, and his mom was so excited and so proud. And like, we actually like have a little a little clip of of talking to her because she's she was just the coolest lady, um, Margarita, aka Margarisima. Uh, so we're just gonna play that for you now. Uh, so we saw Longshot like a minute ago, and he was incredible. Met him; he's a dope ass guy. But most importantly, his mom came. Y la señora es lo máximo. Diga, ¿cómo, ¿cómo se llama? Soy Margarita Álvarez. I'm called Margarísima because I have a lifestyle magazine in Cancún. So, can, ¿Sí? you, can you imagine that me being here? But I'm so glad. What's the name of the magazine? Cancunísimo. Cancunísimo. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Yes. And you came to support your son. Of course. I am supporting Longshot. I am so proud of him. I love to see him on stage. He moves the people. You saw yes. it. Yes. It's incredible. He it's incredible. incredible. I mean, in Chicago, I can't believe it. I came here to study high school. I was in the Sacred Heart of Mary High School in Mount Prospect. Yes. One year of my life. In 79. So I'm back again. Wow. Okay. And do you have a favorite song? by your son? Well, you know, something that I love is that he mentioned me in his song. Yes. So that is very touchy. What I, song is I, that? I, I like it. No, in many. Oh. But I, I think it's one that is called Fresa that he hates. He hates that song. He <laughs> never wants to uh, sing that song. And he says, I don't know why. Every time I go <laughs> on stage, people ask me for that song in Mexico. And he hates it so much, but it's like mellow, like very sweet, like a love story. Is it for you? Of course, I love it. No, it was from a girlfriend he had, because it's a lot of his biography about his life. Right. So it's very honest. His lyrics are very honest, are great, really very profound. I, I love to, to read them because sometimes I don't understand it because I get so nervous. <laughs> Thank you so much, Margarita. We're gonna play. I think we're gonna play Fresa on the show. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Great. Ella me hace sentir como un millón de dólares. Solo tengo 70 pesos en común. La intención es lo que cuenta, sabes. El banco no cobra impuestos sobre sentirme también aún. Me gusta su risa y su sonido. Espero verme también como tú. Te ves conmigo porque somos algo torpes y descriptible. No temo que también temas al compromiso. Es imposible que tu corazón se encuentre en eso aún. 
estar esperando el sábado Odio los autobuses No más que los aeropuertos Vale la pena el viaje en las horas de espera Pasar tiempo contigo no importa la manera Tengo esta bomba dentro Explosión sin luces pero si el momento premia La oscuridad seduce Horas por teléfono, niños de secundaria Cree que soy muy cursi y ríe de mis palabras No me siento mal Empiezo a molestarle cuando juego solo pienso en volver a llamarla No me preocupan, silencios repentinos Por fin encontré con quién puedo ser tan aburrido Viajar para ver películas en su sofá Comer waffles en el desayuno y beber estoguearme El sábado en la noche, responsable ella Lleva mi cadáver en su coche Sano y salvo hasta un sitio seguro Dulces sueños Gastón, sueña con ella en tu futuro Enamorado, haría mi ciudad a un lado Ignorar a todos los que me creen equivocado enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, la mejor chica del mundo La he encontrado enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, ignorar a todos los que me creen Equivocado enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, la mejor chica del mundo Ya nos metimos, relación de distancia Yo era el tonto que siempre criticaba Mano en la cara, vergüenza, no tengo pretexto Muero por recibir otro mensaje de texto Y saber cómo está todo, cómo Regreso, si te va, regreso a casa Estar solo y pensar en despertar A tu lado abrazado No me dejas escapar otra vez Tarde al trabajo, pero sonriendo Sonrisa tonto, enamorado Suficiente para ignorar las cuentas de teléfono Carlos Slim cuenta mi brevedad de saldo Escuchar tu voz hace valer cada centavo Mi mamá la prueba, también mi hermano Mis amigos repiten las bromas que ha contado Sabe tanto de música como yo sé de artes Pero no dejar de gustarle porque nos complementamos muy bien Y ama la pizza también Solo Darth Vader porque Luke quiere volar La estrella de la muerte Una foto nuestra en mi fondo de pantalla exorcista You pon de mis sitios más visitados Si no trata de cambiarme no le cambiaría nada más que el código postal Me está matando esta distancia Separación, dolor de cuello por dormir Horas en el camión Sentado pensando en ella a mi lado Un sentimiento cálido Una canción de boom de Enamorado, haría mi ciudad a un lado Ignorar a todos los que me creen Equivocado, enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, la mejor chica del mundo La he encontrado enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, ignorar a todos los que me creen Equivocado, enamorado Haría mi ciudad a un lado, la mejor chica del mundo La he encontrado a mi lado Okay, so, you know, it wasn't all artists that we talked to. Um, I, uh, I one, of, one of my best, I think maybe actually, shout out to Carolina, who we already shouted out for pictures, but she was also like my festival buddy. Um, I thought I was going to spend most of my time with Jonathan because I, you know, I was crashing at his place, but, you know, he got backstage passes and decided to be like, fuck y'all, I'm going to live the fabulous life. Um, so Carolina and I were out here in the press pits, just like, you know, running back and forth from stages and, you know, she was getting incredible shots and I was just mooching. Um, I think in general, it's fair to say she was, uh, the festival MVP. For real. Every festival has one. For real. She was, she was out here. Um, and so she was, oh, she was talking to her friend Enrique and, uh, I actually got a little clip, uh, talking to them. Uh, just wanted to see what they were excited for and, and who they were excited to see. All right, so I'm out here with Carolina, who's an incredible photographer, works with Cumbia Sasso and freelance Caro Fotos on Instagram, get into her. Uh, and also with Enrique, who's just an avid music lover. And we're at Ruido Fest. Um, who are you guys like into? What do you guys want to hear? There's too much. <laughs> too much? Well, like, I, who are you excited to see? 
I am excited to see who's playing today. <laughs> we saw Miranda yesterday. Oh, that was Miranda everything. was the best. Oh, I love Miranda. Like, why do you like Miranda? What is it about them? I grew up with them, so like, anytime I hear Miranda, it takes me back to high school and all my ratchetness. <laughs> what's like your song for Miranda? Ooh. Uh, what's it called? Are you drunk already, girl? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, like one that one that I can play on the show. That one that goes. That one. Guru, el profe. I don't remember. <laughs> well, who are you here for? Like, what do you want to hear? What do you want to see? Well, unfortunately, I missed Miranda yesterday. I was out of town, so I wasn't able to see them. Lame. Yes. What's, you, what's your Miranda track? Uh, my Miranda track, I think it's Tuguru. Tuguru? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The prof is always good. Um, they're just amazing in general. Awesome. Thank you, guys.
So another one of our great festival friends was the journalist uh, Catalina Maria Johnson, who was very kind to put me up while I was in Chicago. She was covering the festival too, so we all hung out quite a bit. And um, I'm really glad that one of her favorite songs uh, from, or one of her favorite bands from the festival was one of my favorite bands from the festival, which is Tercio Pelados. Yeah. So Uh, Tercio Pelados are pretty great. I mean, it's like they're this like fucking iconic Colombian band. They've been at it. Oh gosh, I can't even. I I don't actually know. Thirty years, like something like that. Yeah, they're like they're they're kind of like Sonic Youth that way. Okay. Where they're like, but like very tropical and peppy. Yeah. No, they don't sound like Sonic Youth. They're oh, just Sonic Youth <laughs> in the sense that like they've been cool forever. Yeah. And like, they will never cool. stop. Yes. I mean, Andrea Cheverri is out here with this long gray hair, but like giving you like mother hippie vibes, like, and like her set. I, I mean, because you wrote a, when you wrote about them, you definitely highlighted them perfectly. Like, because I really wanted to write about them, but I was already like over my word count, so I was like, okay, I can't. Um, but like the headpieces, the they had like they had knickknacks and costumes and headpieces without without going into like excessive camp territory. It was mm-hmm. cute, but it was very festival friendly. Um, a little bit um, like uh, Flaming Lips. Yes. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, like I was like not quite Lady Gaga. Flaming Lips, exactly. And like yeah, so I I went to that set and I was like excited to see a legend and that's what I got yeah and like I actually got to take a, a picture with her which I, I was just like I was shaking after I was like uh, I, yeah uh, I can't uh, they're like do it do it and they like John like um Gina this Gina who's a who's a friend that I met at last ruido who is a friend of the the lady who does press Elena she was like come on and she like dragged me over there she's like can we just take a picture and she was like sure girl I would have fainted dead away I was dead I, I could not with my life. So shout out to Gina in San Francisco. Um, okay, so yeah, so we're going to play Gozo Poderoso by Atercio Pelados and, um, you know, with a little intro by Catalina Maria Johnson. Shout out to Catalina. All right, so I'm with Catalina Maria Johnson. She is this incredible journalist based out of Chicago. Hey, Catalina, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Richard? Just living my life, living my dreams, trying to get as much music as I can. Who are you excited for? A lot of things, but I think what we're about to see right now, which is La Tercio Pelados, uh, they took a long break before a couple of years ago, so they didn't play for a long time. Plus, they're just, Andrea's one of my sheroes. I mean, she's, she's genius. She's they so were pioneers. And Hector Buitrago, that she composes with, I mean, they're both just very, very, very talented. And they've always... They've always stretched the envelope. I mean, they've always, they were surprising 20 years ago, so it's pretty amazing. What's one song by Atercio Pelados that you really, like, need to hear today to, like, really make it through? You know, it's called Gozo Poderoso, and it says, La Musica es Amor, La Musica es Amor, La Musica es Amor. I sure hope they play it. So I can sing along. (laughs) Love is love is, music is love. Yeah, music is love. Thank you so much, Catalina. Sing 
Speaking of our hosts, I uh, actually also got a little clip from Jonathan uh, Carbonell, uh, who, again, is an awesome guy all around. He's involved with Cumbia Sasso, um, different like art collectives based in Chicago. Um, and he was walking around with Erich, um, who writes for Noisy. He uh, is the creator of Plop Radio in Mexico, which is this incredible um, up-and-coming music sort of focused uh uh, blog and website in um, in Mexico City. Um, but he was covering also the, the the article for Noisy Mexico, and he's just an awesome guy. He's just a freaking cool guy. Um, and so like they were walking around together, and I had a chance to chat with them real quick. 
Okay, so this is Richard with Song Mess and some bullshit. I got Jonathan here and I got Erich from Flop Radio and a yeah. bunch of other shits. So who are you guys excited to see? Janine the Mexican. Really, girl? Yes. What song? All of them. Okay, so gentrified cumbia. And you, what do you want to hear? I'm actually super excited. I was super excited about Divino Niño. Okay. I saw them yesterday. They were amazing. They were? For me, they have been the best band I've I've seen in Rita Fest. Wow. But Jokasuna's show has been amazing. Antonio Tranquilino does an amazing show on the drums. And Arturo too. And I would say that Longshot had a pretty good show. Longshot was in fucking incredible. Was... Hashtag Dromedarios Magicos. Hashtag Beto Cuevas. Hashtag Belinda. Yeah, siempre ganando. That's good. Um, <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and highlight Erich's pick, which was Divino Niño. Uh, this is a song, Violet Legs. glad that uh, we got to highlight Divino Nino that way because their set was beautiful and trippy and they had these harmonies mm -hmm. and so yeah Chicago has some talent yep. all kinds of talent yep. but particularly musical talent. Well I had to because um, I've, been, I've been talking about this for a while you know like the last time I went to Chicago I was like holy crap there's some really good stuff out here and the Cumbia Sasso guys are like making a lot of noise just from the electronic point of view, there's a lot of cumbia, just a lot of like local stuff happening. Yeah, we went to the Cumbia Sasso party and Girl. saw some of the tightest cumbia bands I have seen in my life. Yep. It was it was magical. That was a magic night. And I th and it, again, it all goes back to that vibe, that community vibe, the fact that like everybody has a personal stake in this. For Chicagoans, it's very much a matter of like, oh shit, you know, 
if this festival doesn't do well, this could affect my community negatively. So, like, everybody was out there to support. Mm-hmm. And then all the local bands had, like, friends and family in the audience looking right back at them. You know, everybody was, like, shouting out their mom or their cousin. Um, and, like, and it also, like, sort of, uh, it, it's a counterpoint for, like, the reality that many of these people live. Like, they're still up and coming. Um, you know, the guy from uh, You Are Here, the singer, uh, his name is Richard. Um, he was talking about from the stage. He's like, hey, guys, we're going to be around for just a little bit. I have to go to work after this. You know, I mean, like, this, isn't that lame that you like it, this is your day. You're playing a giant music festival for like a ton of people. And like they opened the festival and they still had like, oh, like a good hundred people. Like that's not a shit crowd. And like you can't even bask in that. You can't even go backstage and have all the free drinks. You have to go to work. That is lame. That sucks so hard. So, like, it's just, it's part of this burgeoning scene. Actually, even, um... Newsflash, Indie Rock still doesn't pay the bills. Hello. Um, and I actually, like, I, I reached out to my editor, and I was like, hey, you know, there's, like, a scene here. And she's like, how about we do a preview uh, article um, for the festival? So, like, I actually had the chance to write about some of these up-and-coming bands. You guys can find that under Mesla, whatever, who cares? Um... But, like, the bands are awesome, and, like, people really need to be paying attention to what's happening in Chicago. There's some great bands, uh, many great bands that weren't that, that weren't even playing the festival that, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, these guys should really be here. Uh, one of them was called the Gold Fires, so definitely, Los Gold Fires, I'm sorry. Uh, so definitely make sure to check them out. Um, but, you know, like, just to keep highlighting, as you just did with Divino Nino, I want to talk about You Are Here. Um, we've played both Divino Nino and You Are Here on a previous episode. Jonathan brought them in. Um, but they were just awesome. They played a great show. I don't know. If I missed you, that one too. Were you? Oh, that's right. I don't think you had come yet. I don't know. No, I, it was. Uh, it was Saturday. I was not hungover. <laughs> I just. I was. I didn't I actually did not drink that much because I was like on the clock the entire time. At the you remember I was being boring. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you were really trying to like be like I am here to work. Yep. <laughs> work, 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 oh. work. Anyway, um, Rihanna Lee Bryan. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, so yeah, so like I actually had a chance to chat with um, with the guys from You Are Here for a little bit, um, you know, to talk a little bit about the scene, to talk a little bit about, you know, um, what they're listening to and all that fun, funky times. Me too, me too. I, I forgot the name of someone just two minutes ago. But I think uh, it's, a, it's a platform for us local bands to, to make the next jump, you know, in between being a band that's playing, you know, like... Uh, local venues and and kind of like trying to get their name out there right and then once you just simply your name being on on, on you know on the on the on a bill, line of, yeah, like the bill you yeah. know makes you makes me wow you know they're, they're really considering local bands to give it a chance i mean i think you you realize whether you're made for for it, t- it teaches you whether you make you're made for you know to make it on a, on a bigger scale or not you know and I think uh, it's a good measure point for us as a local band because you, you get to see how people react to you, you know, on a bigger scale. So for us, it's definitely it, it, it's a good uh, it's a good way to mark see where we where we're sitting as a local band, you know. Do you the, find that the organizers like kind of I don't know they, they, the, are the organizers maybe in touch with the scene in a way that they're like they feel that they need to represent? I definitely think so because. Um, the one person who was our contact in this festival, Eduardo Calvillo, right. he's very involved in the local scene. He uh, he really gets in touch with the bands uh, who are local and gives them a chance for bands like 
Porter. We opened up for Porter right. uh, back in February. Oh, we, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And he came up to us and said, you know what? I think you guys fit the bill. And and we weren't surprised because we really do think we fit with Porter. And the fact that he knew about us and that he felt that it was going to be a right you know, fit for the show. He knows what's it going was, on. Yeah, he really is aware of, of, uh, of what the scene is here and what people like. And that's what I like about Rito Fest. Uh, three years ago, we wouldn't think, if you would have told me there's going to be a music festival in Chicago, I would have been like, no, not here. Go to LA, you know, go to somewhere else right. closer to, not in Chicago because there's no way there's that many people who are willing to come to a three day. And two years ago, bam, they were like, Rito Fest. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm that's in awesome. it. And, and I think uh, uh, it's the promoters do want to push scene here because they know there's there's a lot of us we're kind of hidden you know we're just we just gotta get us out of the rocks you know and just kind of put us all together there needs to be a name there needs to be a name yeah, there needs to be a hype and I think that's, that's what this festival is doing you know it's it's trying to make a build a name for itself you know compared to American festivals like Pitchfork Lala right. Coachella you know they, they work at a bigger scale than us you know than Latino and Latino festivals. Well, and I think this makes sense a message that like we're out here. Yeah, exactly. We have a presence. We yeah. can make shit happen. And I think this is what it means for us as local bands, you know, that, that we we have a voice here, you know, that we can project to not only the U.S. but other parts of Latin America, and and and, and, and it's international festival. We consider. I heard there's just people coming out of the country, you know, to. Uh, oh, to, I mean, to, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, for us, it's it's just like just being on the bill, you know. It's it. it it motivates us to do bigger things, you know, be more professional-like, you know, and just and, and feel that we have a chance, you know, to make it on a, on a bigger scale. So that's definitely. Okay, oh, hi. hi, Richard. Yeah. Nice to meet you. You as well. You. My name is Rich. Rich. That's that's easy to remember. Yeah. Hey, thank you for all the wonderful things you wrote about us. Not only that, I, I was starting to get that. <laughs> not, not only that, you have a very awesome way of writing, which is like very. Awesome. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, you will, I will. You're working with Remesla, and they're good friends of mine. Do it and do it well because I think you're on. You're, you're doing awesome. I'm. I like. I've been trying to tell people of like the scene that's going on here, and I, I feel dumb writing about it because I'm like, I don't live in Chicago. I'm like, what? Oh. Where, why am I the only one hearing about what's going on here? He's felt the same thing. This scene is shy. This scene is really like, well, we'll come out if you tell us to come out. Other than that. Yeah, oh, I, I, I haven't pressed pause. I guess I was like, I was just trying to get a quote. No, 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 oh, no, so no, no. I was just trying to get a quote for. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. No, keep talking. Okay. Actually, I was I'm just sorry. trying to get a quote for like, because I'm gonna do a review and like, you know, my editor was like, you know, this piece is really cool. Let's build on it. Yeah, so like, let's, great. Let's talk to some people. I read the whole thing. I didn't even just read. You are here. I was like, what? This this man, it's awesome man. Thank Dope. you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm gonna ask a quick, quick weird favor. I'm sorry. I have a podcast. Yeah. It's called Song Mess, and I'll hook you guys up with bullshit. I already have it. All right. I'll hook you up, Ooh, Latino, um, dog, right but here. like basically it's like oh. alt Latino, just not boring. Um, so you know, just a quick, you know, what what are you guys listening to? What's a what's a Latin band that we should that people should oh, know man. about? Could be local, could man, be international. Really what are you guys yeah, into? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, before Julian goes. So last year, an awesome band came around, and they're called Little Jesus. Oh, yeah. And lately, I've that's all I've been listening to. Like they've been pumping some jams that are like. They're so, oh, they're so, they, they have a drive, they're tight, they're good, they sound amazing. You know what? They're doing all the right things. I feel like they're just, man, they're, they're, they're doing so well. What's the song that you like by them? The, the whole album, Rio Salvaje, right? Oh, oh. They're, they're awesome. 
Cool. It did so good. I'll throw that shit in there. Oh, fuck yeah. Thank you so much, guys, by the way. Like, I mean, I like, and just uh, name and band, just, you know, I'll throw it in there. 60 Tigres. Renesi. No, oh, I was, I was saying you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, we're not called no, I, I, I was like, just, oh, that's cool, too. Oh, wait, shit. wait. The name of the band? Yeah. Oh. Just, just recording it. Oh, um, so we're, you're here. Yeah. And your name is? Oh, my name is Julian. My yeah. name is Rich. Dope. Okay. And that was You Are Here. Thank you. So as per Rich's suggestion, we're going to listen to La Magia by Little Jesus, then followed by Horizonte by You Are Here.
I think that wraps up all of our interviews. Um, yep, this concludes Voices of Ruido. <laughs> By the way, um, if you would like to hear Catalina Maria Johnson talk and play music much better than us, mm. you can check out Beat Latino. It's also a it's a radio show, and it's also a podcast that you can download on iTunes, just like us. By the way, you can listen to us on iTunes. Woohoo! Yes, iTunes, all of the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Zongmess. Uh, you can also email us. I know that with this episode is packed with music, and we want to keep it that way. We're not, we want more more music, less us is always better, I think. Um, so if you have music, you know, chicle that you're trying to sell, you know, like your projects, email us, you know, again, all up on the social medias, or send it to uh, songmessmusic at gmail.com. We're, we're listening. We're reading. And now uh, we have come to the end where we do the special segment where we regularly remind you that 2016 is the worst year on record. For real. Uh, this time, I feel like we, we need to mention that um, the great frontman of Suicide, Alan Vega, passed away. And I, I love Suicide's music. And this is one of the worst for me of all the people we've lost this year. Um, and also, you know, a great, maybe somewhat underrated uh, Latino artist who is an important part of what punk is now. Um, just another one of the reminders that um, punk has always been full of brown people, mm. um, regardless of what the official history might uh, <clears throat> say. And so, you know, to say goodbye to this incredible artist who if you are not familiar with suicide check them out get to know them a little bit better and um we'd like to leave you with one of my favorite suicide songs ghost writer and just just listen to it america is still killing its youth thank you guys for listening to song mess we'll catch you guys next week Strider, motorcycle hero Baby, 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 he's looking so cute Sneaking round, round, round in a blue jumpsuit Cruise Rider, motorcycle hero He's a blazing away. Like the stars, stars, stars in the universe. Goose rider, motorcycle hero. America's killing its youth. 